Hey, this is David Dearman. I'm the pastor at Memphis Tabernacle, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope that this message inspires you and builds your faith. I hope that it gives you fresh insight and strength to see God move in your life. Enjoy the message. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. We've been talking for the last three weeks, this being the fourth week, on the subject of Christmas in Memphis or Christ in Memphis. But really, the text that we've been going over from Colossians is this. It says, To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is, and here's the mystery, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Can we say those words together? Let's say, ready? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Of glory. Say it one more time. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Can I tell you what's so meaningful about Christmas is Christ, but what's so meaningful about Christ is not Christ dwelling over a city, but it's Christ dwelling in the hearts of people. Whenever we pray for a revival that God would do something over a city, God just doesn't dwell in buildings. In fact, Jesus said he doesn't dwell in buildings made with hands, but he dwells in us because we're the temple of the living God. And so each one of us are a temple. Each one of us are a building that Christ lives inside of us. And this scripture says Christ in you is the hope. People could stand up all day long and try to give you hope, give you a better outlook on life, give you a light at the end of the tunnel and let you know that it's not all bad, things are going to get all better. But can I tell you, if we don't have Jesus Christ in the mix of that, If we don't have Jesus Christ in the center of our hearts, we don't have hope. We have what's called false hope. We need Jesus in our lives. I don't care who it is that says, well, that's your way or that's the other way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. When we want to bring hope to people, the only way to do it, not one way, is to bring Jesus into the hearts of people. That's why quite often I'll meet people that are just out on the street and I could see they're going through something, they're dealing with some problem, and I'll stop and I'll say, how are you doing today? Well, you know, and people will, will let you know what, what's happening. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm having a hard day. And I say, do you know that Jesus loves you? Well, I know that. They've, they've heard that before. And I say, but do you know that when you make him, when you invite him into your heart, that you have hope, you have life, you have strength. And you could see even as you're talking with them that something comes alive. Why? Because in all of humanity, God's placed an empty place in there and the only one who can fit is Christ Jesus. And that's why Christmas, I think, is one of the most important times where people will be open to Christ. Do you know that that Christmas is one of the times where it's the most desperate times. It's the highest suicide times. It's the times where people will get most depressed and most discouraged because they start remembering about the families they don't have and the things that they don't have. It's the perfect opportunity when people are hungry to feed them. The perfect opportunity when people are hungry for Christ is to give them Christ Jesus. And um, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Three weeks ago, we talked about Christ our bread which is our fulfillment. Christ, our life. Two weeks ago, we had a baptism service. We talked about Christ, our life, which is our, uh, our spiritual life. Jesus said, you must be born again. We were all born of our natural mothers, but you have to have a second birth. And that's allowed Jesus to be the Lord on the inside of you. That's how we experience life. And then last week, we talked about one of the most overlooked blessings that we have as believers. And that's the gift of joy. 
the gift of joy. Some people are just barely making it through the day and they don't know what to do. Can I tell you what you need? You need joy in your life. And how do you get joy? You have Christ in your life. The Bible says when we were born again, the very first fruit it names is we have love. But the, other, the second fruit he names is we have joy. In other words, you don't need joy if you have Christ. You already have joy. But you just got to work that joy up. You got to be able to say, I have the joy of the Lord. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. I pray for supernatural joy for every person in here today and strength over every person in here. Some of you may need a little bit extra of it today. Isn't that right? And then this weekend, we're celebrating. Uh, we're going to be reading the Christmas story, Christ Our Light. I remember as a kid that I didn't like the darkness. My, I was one of, I'm one of three uh, brothers. I'm the youngest of three brothers. My, my next uh, brother up is six years older and my other brother is eight years older than me. And, uh, and so they were kind of moved on. You know, they were, they were older, they had their own bedroom and, and such. And I had, you know, bedroom to myself. Uh, for many of the years and my parents you know I'd go to bed and then they'd turn off the lights and I'd say I, I don't want to be alone in, in the dark and so I'd say can I just have a light on why one of the reasons is I had an imagination you know you have an imagination and, you, and when things are dark you see things in the dark you get scared in the dark you see something crawling across the room or you see a light and, and you don't know what's going on and you just say could you just turn on a little light and, and the, the, the comfort that even just a little night light or even the closet door, you know, being cracked open and the light being on it. And just a little bit of light in the room would bring comfort to me. Why? Because I didn't have to be afraid. I didn't have to be scared. Or maybe as a kid I would call it a scared, you know. I wouldn't have to freak out about it. Just a, what a little bit of light would bring. But can I tell you, in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8, Jesus said this, that you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. First John chapter 1 verse 5 says that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And then in John 1 4 it says that in him in Jesus was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. One of the best ways to deal with fear is to bring light into the situation, into a dark room. One of the best ways to deal with confusion, I don't know which way to go, is to bring light. Uh, one of my headlights in my car went out, and so I'm driving with one headlight, and i got to get that other headlight fixed uh, right after this service. <laughs> so i got to get that other headlight fixed. But in the dark, I'm driving along, and I drive just a little bit slow, a little bit more apprehensive. Can I tell you one of the best ways to bring more security in the driving is to turn on the lights. Well, the Bible says that Christ is our light. He's the one who shines in darkness. The best way to get darkness out is to turn on the light. I would never walk into this dark, a dark room and it's completely dark. And I say, get the darkness out. Hey, everybody, can we get the darkness out? No, what would I say? Turn on the light. And what happens to the darkness? The darkness leaves. The best way to get fear, discouragement, things that are slowing you down, things that you're hesitant about and you don't know what to do, the best way to get confident about those things is to bring the light of Jesus Christ in your life. Bring him at the forefront. Let him put on the high beams, so to speak, and let him show you the path. Your word, the Bible says, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. 1 Thessalonians 5, 5 says that we were all, we are all sons of light and sons of the day. We're not of the night or the darkness anymore. Today we're talking about Christ in us bringing light to the dark places of our lives. There's no greater story that's ever been written 
than the story of Jesus Christ, the light of the world in our lives. Let's not hold on to that darkness. Hide it under a bushel. No. I'm going to let him shine. Why? Because everyone needs the light of the world. No one should be walking in darkness. So, Lord, I pray as we read this story together today, as we participate in the birth of Jesus Christ, as we celebrate your birthday, not only in this world, but in us, the birth of the light of Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord, that you would come alive in us today. In the name of Jesus, and everyone say Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And if you did, I'd like to ask you to subscribe to our show. That way, the most recent episode will always be in your feed, ready when you are. God bless you, and I'll see you next time on the Memphis Tabernacle Podcast. Yeah.